1: Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered.
0: Welcome to the Friend Zone.
1: Friend zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey.
2: My name is Asante.
0: This is the Friend Zone. The
1: show. What you quit? Jane. What you, what you upset for? It's going to be a healthy baby.
3: So, so see her, she said I'm baby
1: again. James, but that's what it is. All right, but what is it? It's a girl, a oh boy, Mama. So, James. It's a healthy little child. It's a child. Oh, 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 it's a child. It's a child. Oh,
3: it's a child.
0: Wow. That's right.
3: His face. (laughs) This
0: week, we brought it back to something that came where? (laughs) Out of the mouths of babes. (laughs) What you just heard was none other than internet sensation Lil James, who has won our hearts over with his passionate takes on different circumstances as a child. And speaking of a child, let me just give you the hashtag earlier this week. Hashtag, it's a child. a child. Let me tell you why we've chosen that. Never have we ever learned a more clear lesson in communication than we have from this child, who is a child, talking about a child, okay? What he said was a response to his mother, giving him a vague, generic response to a very specific question. Is it a boy or is it a girl? And what does she say? It's a healthy child. What did little James say? Oh, 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 it's a child. It's a child. It's a child. Repetitively guiding his mother, kindly but still assuredly, Back to the point. I'm aware it's a child. What kind of child is it? So sometimes we have to offer a helping hand to our loved ones, Mm. even in communication. Let Lil' James be a shining example and a beacon of hope for you in connecting with your loved ones. Remind them, oh, it's a child. It's a child. It's a child. Remind your boss when they say something smart and redundant. Oh, it's a child. It's a child. It's a child. child." Remind your wife when she get on your... Damn nerves. Oh, it's a child. It's a child. It's a child. The hashtag this week and every damn week, far as I'm concerned, is it's a child. Shout out to you, little James, with that being known and understood. Let's get to the QT goddamn NA's. Here we go.
2: Every time you say it's a child, it's, it's a
0: child. You making me the good one. It's, it's a job,
2: it is a child.
0: But you saying, it's a child. It's a child. It's a child.
3: <laughs>
0: it's a child. It's a child. <laughs> it's a child. Oh, no. no. he's going here. We no. out the Never gate. No. See, you smart. You always yes, smart. Yes,
3: please. Thank you.
0: Q T and A number one. We gonna get this lookalike shit out the way real quick. It's only oh, one this week. Is it true? That last Tuesday afternoon at Shake Shack in Los Angeles, California, Power co-creator Courtney Kemp, y'all know who she is, the lady that did Power, right? Yeah. She acted like she couldn't Mm -hmm. believe it when she and the toddler next to her in line both said, I want the damn chicken sandwich at the (laughs) same time. And she looked down and none other than... Our right, intro clip of the week song. No, In the no. sensation, <laughs> Lil' James stared up at her and I said, back.
3: Well, you had it, Chad?
0: <laughs> yeah, so Lil' James and Courtney A. Kemp alike. Now, I don't know if you've seen the lady who created power. Yes, if you've seen and I don't Lil know James, how we got here. You've seen her. Yeah. Now, let's get the lookalikes out there. Let's get back to the QT&As. Number two, <laughs> is it true? Now, this one... I'm most fond of because it really tells the story behind a phenomenon, right? Mm-hmm. Is it true that the real story behind the hook in Hot Girl Summer is that Rashida's mama, Charlene, had just closed the press store in Houston and was at an after hours club lighting a cigarette when Megan the Stallion was outside riding the hook on the patio and she looked up and said, I got it. So you know she goes. she know she got it lit. Is it true that Sherlene is a with, with a cigarette hanging out her mouth? Why you looking at I can't even like get it out. Rashida mama, Rashida mama got riding credits on hot girl Summer. She had a cigarette hanging out of her mouth. So you know she got it lit. And she knew it was perfect for the course. Is it true? Question three. It's the last one We need to get to the bottom of it Oh <laughs> see Oh It's I'm a, child. It. It's it's a child. child It's a child It's a child And what a more appropriate segue Into question three Okay Is it, it true us. That Dreezy Broke up with Jacquees Because he had used her car And then when she asked How much gas was in it He looked down at his feet And socks and house shoes And said <laughs> so she left that nigga Because he left her car Her gas tank OD Is it true? With <laughs> that being said and understood yeah. I'd like to welcome everyone To the friend zone Your weekly look In all things mental health Mental illness And mental hygiene Because who in the hell Wants a musty brain I don't Jacquees apparently does <laughs> Welcome oh to Jessica, God. how you doing?
1: I'm amazing, how are you? Doing? I, feel good.
0: I feel good about myself
1: I see yeah. <laughs>
0: Get me out of here, please
2: You
1: do your facial special today, Kim me So I have a black business yes, here right. right. so our homie, Santana Caress Benitez
0: all right. oh, I love that y'all
1: cheer before we even said anything Let's
0: go Santana So
1: Santana just launched a cooking show on YouTube Shout Ooh. out to Santana And it's called I'll Cook Like Your Mother Where she just posted the first video today. Well, by the time you guys listen to this, it'll be yesterday. But it's up. It's a 12-minute video showing you how to make honey fried chicken.
3: Man
1: And I love it because It's super chill It's You know her personality Santana, Like she's just yeah. so New York And yep. her energy And I love that it just feels like You're chilling with her in her house cooking Yeah You know it's like Not posturing Like nothing She gives
2: good teacher vibes Yeah anywhere. Like she like had like her bouncy
1: towels On the table Like yeah. she's just so dope
0: Real ass Santana
2: Just real
1: ass New York House cooking And so. her food be
0: good her Right her food is amazing What a time to teach people How to fry chicken too okay. right This is when they need to know Popeye's running out of shit Okay. Niggas shooting and fighting and stabbing Stabbing. over fried Mm. chicken. And
1: here she is telling you how to make it in your house. Over
0: a sandwich.
1: Now... Santana is also popularly known From playing Lulu in Spike Lee She's Gotta Have It In How case you want to put a face to the name And she's also Jade's business partner And for the culture catering Where they've been touring all around the country Sold out my So ask. yeah, no she can cook, cook. <laughs> um, Touring all around the country With their dopest dinner party So, which by the way The next stop is Philly on September 7th, which I believe yeah, is a Saturday weekend. coming up. So definitely stop through if you are around Philly, in Philly. Going to be there for yeah. the food. It's good enough. I think, Trust I, might,
2: me. I think I might go out there.
1: You should. I know XD's pulling up. Oh, well, then if, you're going, if you're going, I'm going. There you go. <laughs> They're neighbors.
2: Yeah, I'm going to be out there. <laughs>
1: so definitely support Asante and <gasps> oh XD.
2: Sorry, I just had really fat thoughts. Because, you know, whenever Jade and them cook, they be throwing down. Like, and down, so down, down, I, I guess because I'm like,
1: <laughs> <are> <laughs> I, I guess because I'm like,
2: if I go early, that mean I could help. I get first pickings and things. That's why I do get some
1: food. So, definitely check out Uh, The Philly Stop of the Dopest Dinner Party by For the Culture Catering. Definitely check out Santana's YouTube channel. Like I said, it's titled I'll Cook Like Your Mother. That's all you have to type into YouTube and the first video and channel will pop right up. And that's the Black Business of the Week. It's so good, too.
0: Yes. I just loved
1: watching her. I was like, this is a good video. I'm so excited. That's going to be like a weekly show. Yeah. I love on, listening Santana. to Santana
0: talk. Anyway, she's
2: yeah. got a great voice. That rasp, yeah. that yeah. New York rasp, yeah. and she gives like great presenter vibes. That's why I was like, she would be a great like TV host, like totally. someone to teach you how to cook. Because like and her imagine face, her.
1: her, freckles, her hair, She's just the vibe Imagine of. her on
2: Wendy Williams, like so. T- Santana's gonna teach me how to cook. Oh well, oh. you know,
1: Wendy, I got you, girl. I got you. We're just gonna take this chicken here. Now wash your hands, Wendy. Oh like God, I see I Santana can totally doing see that. It. right. I don't know. I wonder if she would do that, but.
0: The right, has got the pipes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for this week's Black Business. You ready for the recap? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can so I last week's episode titled The Thrill Is Gone because of Dustin. Then it ain't never. (laughs) We discussed second chances. If someone messed up badly, how open are you to letting them back in? And do you find yourself being more or less lenient when it comes to romantic situations or your friendships? So we shared stories on times we've given and needed grace from those that we love. And as always, you guys listening had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante?
2: I want to give a shout out to this person. Uh, Their subject says, am I into second chances or am I still being manipulated?
1: Ooh, good one.
2: Hey, y'all. I think I'm a forgiving person to a fault and everyone gets (laughs) unlimited chances. My chart is just water and earth. Help. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Example. Wow, that's literally my chart.
2: (laughs) I met this man some years ago and we had a fling. Our relationship got to a point where I found it so emotionally draining despite the bomb dick and missing vertebrates in my back. Wow. Over an eight month period, uh, he reached out to me via text, WhatsApp, Twitter DMs, Instagram DMs, Snapchat, LinkedIn, no joke. Uh carrying pigeon, joke. Um, even revived my space to reach out. Okay, big joke. I don't know why, but I responded. We rekindled our relationship, we're talking more, spending more time together, but alas, still ain't shit. Mm. <laughs> I found myself emotionally drained, waiting on him constantly forgiving canceled plans and apologizing for my feelings. So again, I cut him off, but considering hit him, hitting him up again. This episode made me wonder if I waited long to give him a second chance or a reminder from the universe that not everyone is worth it. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for all you do it. It's an amazing show. Love, creative name of your choice. I will call you Bonnie. So Bonnie. Yeah. Yep. So like the, Bella. Yep.
3: Okay. The grandmama's the baby. <laughs>
2: so yeah, Bonnie, that was, uh, I loved reading that because you have to sometimes wonder like, am I like really that forgiving or do I just like torture myself? Which right. isn't exactly what you said, but sometimes that's m- more how it seems than what it actually is. No, for so, so
0: sure. We got to lot. Torture myself. <laughs> right. Why <laughs> you <Shit.
1: laughs> say it like that? And then people were asking, how do you know between changed behavior and trauma bonding, which I mm. thought was a really good uh, way to describe it. In my experience, if you find yourself repeating the same patterns that made you break up in the first Mm -hmm, place, mm -hmm. number one, or number two, if you just find that you don't feel good, it's really that simple. It feels just like old times. Right, like like, uh, the letter said, she found herself waiting on calls, things were canceled, that kind of behavior, then that means like you're wasting your time. In my opinion, the changed behavior is where it actually feels different. Oh wow! You see it. You see it. You feel it. You're not part like uh, creating that same dynamic and recreating the same trauma again. It's literally like, oh wow, this feels good. We're communicating. When we're going to hang We hang and it feels good And there's Mm -hmm. no like Pull Push and pull dynamic Mm -hmm. Which in trauma bonding Is usually like The foundation of it Where there's like a chase Mm -hmm. And then they give you A dopamine hit Because they pay you A little bit of attention And you get hyped And then they pull it away From you again And you find yourself Waiting for that little hit Like an addict I love
0: doing that to people
1: Oh my god <laughs> oh,
3: I hate you because that's so real. And and I hate I hate that. That's terrible.
0: Ooh, it just it feels terrible. Terrible. so much better than being on the other side.
3: <laughs> Could you get to shrug everything off? What brought. a relief.
0: Like maybe. <laughs> I want to type <laughs> shit
1: but if you don't no, want to be on the other comedy. side <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but it's true though if you don't want to be on the other side of that you know how that feels you know what I mean so oh yeah <laughs> So on SoundCloud, Strong Friend Check-in, which I'm assuming is a podcast. Okay. Said, okay. Is so- somebody
0: barefoot all the time. <laughs> oh my God. I check in on my strong friends. <laughs> I'm the one I check in. <laughs> <laughs> Big old barefoot motherfucker. I'm strong friend check-in. <laughs> now what's going on?
1: Jesus. <laughs> Why are you like what? this? So strong friend check. I hate that I have to like repeat it. <laughs>
0: And then uh, you and all then you it hear starts them, with, okay, sound so like somebody barefoot. See what I mean? Okay, so boom. <laughs> the stomp. Jesus. Strong foot
3: check uh. uh. <laughs>
1: Okay, so boom. This one time I did give a nightmarish person a second chance after they messed up really bad. The thing is, I thought they would have changed because I gave them a second mm. chance three years <laughs> after we broke up. But that person didn't change. But it doesn't make me think people in general are incapable of change. You just have to be discerning with who gets a chance and who doesn't. Mm. And I thought that was great.
0: It's a great way to make yourself feel better about doing something dumb. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just playing strong friend check. Yeah, I'm just playing. It's jokes because I knew you could handle it. You'd be there for the other time. Somebody got to check in on strong friend check. I'm chicken. just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs>
2: That strong friend checking gonna need to be checked on. <laughs>
3: Damn.
1: Wait, I have one more. Okay. Come on, friend. Give so it to us. uh Dumella says, I do believe in chances, mm-hmm. judging from my own experiences and also because I believe in God who, who has shown me grace and mercy. Hey, ta. So I would find it.
0: Ebo You Okay. Oh, but God. Hey, Shandala Kandala.
1: <laughs> I would find it highly hypocritical to not believe in second chances. Come on mm. Come
0: on God
1: Hello So I had to read that You want to... me to give a testimony About my life <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the today. Oh That's I'm crying the, now Yes yeah. <laughs> Yo where's <is> that from
0: The last good The last acceptable Kanye was project right. before, The Life of Pablo Before he moved on You said
1: oh I'm crying now That's in the song the
0: woman, yeah. Dream Kardashian <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that was her Offering up that That piece <laughs> on uh, Kanye's album. Oh, I'm crying now. He's been so good. That was Dream Kardashian. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Justin Ross, what you finding into the street? Believe
0: it or not. I'm in Instagram this
1: oh, week.
0: Wow. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Baby, I didn't uncover the whole jewel. Because we got to use on phone. Go so on your message request. You feel well, like I'll get back to you. They're like It's a whole other <laughs> a whole different world. <laughs> don't go okay. into the message request. I yeah, will be it. Like, I don't know if I'm going really. to. Shout out to this young lady. I'm not going to tell everybody on Instagram, but <laughs> shout out to you for sending this to us. She responded to me um, offering the the. A uh, Spotify link to the Thrill Is Gone episode. Oh. She said, "I love this episode, especially the name of it. My great grandfather actually wrote that song.
3: Wow! It was.
0: It gets better, y'all. Oh. Catch these twists and turns. <laughs> it was stolen from him, but we get the check now, so we straight. Lol. Oh. Love y'all. <laughs> That's what <laughs> she hey, said. And they ended wait, that perfectly wait, they, shady,
3: they still,
0: Look." She's like, we get paid. so we straight. Listen, okay, that's, look, that's her words. <laughs> so, the, look, the thrill ain't all the way gone then. No, no they, it good, came good. back. Good. No, if but, you love it enough, let it leave it. Come if it come back to you, <laughs> okay. put it in the bank. <laughs> so, shout no, out to the family key that's
1: bugged out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we have a listener that's related to the person who wrote it. Wow, Ooh, that's what she said. Dude, and thank you for telling us
2: that you ended up getting paid, right? Because you know, we was gonna go on a drag season right then, right? Saved
0: our breath. Okay. Thank you. So that's all. That's it. All I, that's it. Okay. I mean, how, where do you go from there? Right. You know what I mean? Like, the
1: thrill is gone. Tell me. So you ready for this week's episode? I know. I'm yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was. The funny thing is, I had a completely different show planned but then I saw this article pop up on my feed on Twitter mm-hmm. from Vogue.com Come on. Right. No. And, and the title, I'm trying to remember what the title was. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up.
0: What did it say? What was the title from Vogue magazine? <laughs> what did it say?
1: Well, what I saw was it said when 25 is the new 18. And, and I was like, about, what the hell? Inseams right. or what is this?
2: <laughs> Black, Black parents ain't going for that. What the hell
1: that means? And I was like, what is that? So, of course, I had to click it. And it was talking about... Uh, when I clicked it, you know me, I read it and because it's Vogue, no shade to Vogue, but it was kind of like a superficial breakdown mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me find out who the actual researchers uh, are. And I clicked on their sources to mm-hmm. kind of get more idea from the actual like papers and journals and medical. That's true.
0: straight from the motherfucking horse mouth.
1: There we go. Yeah. So Like that to- <laughs> granddaughter
0: that wrote in. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so according
1: to medical express.com. Okay. They said that a small group of researchers with the Royal Children's Hospital in Australia recently published a paper in the Lancet Child and Adolescent Health suggesting that it might be time to change the span of the years that define adolescence. Mm-hmm. So right now, as it is, it's from 10 to 19, right? Mm-hmm. That's usually the fr- the time frame. So they're proposing that they change the ages to 10 to 24 years of age. Dang! Which feels counterintuitive because when you say teen, 19, 18, it's easy to think that that's a teenager. Mm. But they're saying that it's time that society catches up with the cultural shifts that are happening because there are a lot of things that are making people not develop as quickly as we did.
2: Does that mean they're going to extend people being on the insurance longer now?
1: Well, 26 so it already fits well, the time. Well, frame. Well, look. So if
2: it already is in the time frame, does it are you mean to get another? A little farther? <laughs> yeah. You on five more years? Yeah, I like mean, shit, I want to see. I if wish. I go into that window, like, are we pushing that to like thirty three? That 35, was like the saddest like day when my
1: mom Man, was like, "You on, on your my own. I was like, Man. "Fuck, that's terrible." So my teeth
2: started hurting that morning. <laughs> look, imagine yeah, being at the doctor's real. office and them being like, "This three months old." But like, <laughs> uh.
1: It's like a coupon, right? Yo, that's the worst. (laughs) But that's what they're saying that, you know, considering the recession, the weak Mm -hmm. economy, Mm. there's so many factors that they were saying that should be considered in how we're viewed in your early 20s. So, in other words, they believe 24 years old should qualify as a teenager, extending adolescence. And what Vogue's article said is that in September of last year, um a review published in a scientific journal titled Child Development they found that teenagers today were engaged in considerably less adult activities than teenagers in the nineties, which was was is that us? Teenagers? Were we teenagers in the nineties? I was not a
2: teenager in the nineties. <laughs> I wish I I wish I
1: was. <laughs>
2: <make> yes. <laughs> I was just thinking about all the I foolish things happening at Freak Nick me wishing I Can was. Can we just
3: go on? <laughs> Go ahead, Frank.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: damn! <laughs> Why <he> good? Yes. <laughs> so this is what they did. Mm-hmm. They analyzed data collected from eight million people, which is kind of insane to me. How do you even organize that? That's Facebook. what I want to know. But it's thirteen to nineteen year olds from nineteen seventy six all the way to two thousand sixteen. And they asked them questions like what they did in their leisure time just Mm -hmm. to kind of get an idea of what people were doing. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: So teens were hitting major independence milestones much later in life. That's what they realized with this uh, newer group of kids that I guess would be called Gen Z, Generation Mm -hmm. Z. So things like your driver's license. Everyone's Ubering. There's no reason to really drive. After school jobs. Kids are lazy. They're not interested. (laughs) They just want to be home on their phones. Um, Even active dating lives. They're saying, you know, why would you link up at the mall or whatever we did when you can text each other all night? Yeah. So even things like that are just changing social interactions that were way more common at younger ages for us because we didn't have things like Uber to take us everywhere, smartphones to connect us, and social media networks, most importantly. So they're saying that 18 now is actually the new 13. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't
0: that crazy?
1: <laughs> These
0: kids gotta be dumb as a boxer Right, right that's For like... 18 to be the new 13. God damn.
1: In comparison, you know, it's all relative, but in comparison right. to us in the 90s, that's what they're saying. Isn't that something? Do you agree with that? I, I'm Do you conflicted. have like teens around you that what? you can kind of study? No, but I always, I guess,
2: just assumed from the way I was growing up that the younger kids were always going to be smarter, especially with technology advancing. You would
1: think, right? So
2: I'm, like, fucked up hearing that. Like, damn, they like, uh, we not doing that. Like, as opposed, you know, on MySpace, we had to learn how to code our pages. But when Instagram ain't letting you code shit and all you're doing is posting the picture, you got to figure out the filter. I guess, you know, some of that makes sense, depending on, you know, what aspect you're looking at it from.
1: And that's what they were saying, that one would think because kids now have access to so much information. They ha- they can, you know, access skill sets and just figure things out a lot faster than we mm-hmm. have. That's what we would think, but these studies through the data they've collected are I'm proving like, no, otherwise.
3: Girl, I, and, got I mean, so they didn't want to say
1: it, but they basically were like, "These kids are lazy."
0: Well, I think it's a very lazy <laughs> perspective to take as an adult who is, um, intaking this information to then say, "Okay, these kids are lazy." So let's extend the time period that we step- expect them to be. You think lazy. it's like
1: coddling? Them? What
0: kind of shit is that? Furthermore, I blame your parents <laughs> for not introducing certain concepts to you and for confusing a lack of motivation or a lack of ambition and drive with the state of people who are that age. That's not the, that one doesn't equate to the other. Hmm. Just cause your kid's lazy sitting around peeing in Mason jars and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, not going to the bathroom type shit. You it's know not what I'm saying?
3: Euphoria. Lazy okay. ass
0: kids ain't doing nothing just because that's your your lot. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that that's how everybody is. In fact, I'm so glad you brought up Euphoria. Mm -hmm. I think even though that's clearly a fictional television series. based on true stories. Yeah, and what a lens into just how fast young people are moving today. With the addition of the very same technology that these researchers are identifying as a cause for them to progress slower. Mm -hmm. I think that's very contradictory with what I've seen. I know like my little cousins, you know what I'm saying? are moving quickly along in their lives. And
1: and so much sharper, right? Yeah,
0: very much sharper. So I don't know if these motherfuckers was in, (laughs) I don't know where they at, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, but in my hood, you know what I'm saying, people I know from Michigan, people I I see here, you know, even working in schools, I I worked with uh, um, some middle schoolers who was faster than (laughs) Flojo, you hear me? So I I just, I don't agree with this. Mm -hmm. No, I I love that you're saying
1: that because we are definitely getting to that part too. 'Cause it it does matter who they're asking.
0: Right. You yeah. I mean? Where these is- lazy son of a bitch is from. <laughs> these some lazy ass kids they found.
1: <laughs> but this is what um studies Outside of that, pinpointed that a number of factors contributed to this, as they're calling failure to launch into adulthood. Yes,
2: please give me these because that's what's going to make
3: the difference. So, the first
1: one that the study claims, and actually, let me say where this study comes from it's from scientificamerican.com mm-hmm. and it's researchers at San Diego State University and Bryn Mawr College. This is where this these factors are coming from from their study.
0: People in San Diego do be lazy. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's so pretty. Like the recession. The recession. Yeah, that's the the main one. Mm. And it says, with a struggling economy, it has led college graduates it has left excuse me college graduates straddled with debt higher than ever. We all Mm -hmm. know that. Um, And it's making them defer major adult decisions such as moving out, buying a house, forcing a lot of kids to stay home because they simply cannot afford to not be home. Mm. The weak economy is another one, as I mentioned earlier. So we're not getting paid livable wages. It's just hard to move out like this one said with Mm -hmm. the recession. If you don't have a job... That will allow you to do so. Or if you're working so many jobs that you can't even think straight, you know what I right. mean? And and you have to kill yourself to just even have an apartment with Hello roommates which is what most people do and you end up killing do.
2: yourself or burning out that's another expense and bill and
1: that's and <laughs> how I it affects your, your mental your health
0: Fucking ass <laughs> and friend, this don't even make sense because that's different those are people who have done the work to have certain opportunities and the opportunities don't exist so now they have to adapt to a circumstance to me Unless I'm misunderstanding this, that's a bit different than what the study initially described as their findings, right? Mm -hmm. Which is just lazy sack of shit kids who don't (laughs) want to do nothing. These kids that you're speaking of are college graduates who are, you know... Are, are succumbing to a, a system that just doesn't present opportunities for them to do the things that they are right. willing it's to do. it's not created
1: do, for them to thrive. That's
0: different than just someone with no drive again, no motivation <laughs> which is what I assumed that they was talking about. Now, when no, assume, no, no, this <laughs> you know. No,
1: but they're saying that these are the factors that are leading the studies to suggest that adolescence mm-hmm. should be extended because of this, because of how the culture mm-hmm. has changed and it's changing society. The third thing they mentioned was smartphones. Mm -hmm. They're saying teens and preteens living out a huge portion of their lives online. It's a virtual reality world now. And so explaining that there's been a significant dip in social activities and in their lives in general in comparison to Mm -hmm. ours in the 90s. So like I mentioned, things like, why would you meet up when you can text or be on Twitter? And low key, it's funny because I'm a lot older. I'm not in Gen Z But I find myself doing that, too, sometimes. And I'm just like, I don't really want to be out as much. You can't
0: feel the text.
1: (laughs) You sure You know why you meet up.
0: Titties. (laughs) That's why you meet up. Balls.
1: But they're feeling less motivated to do that. They literally just want to be home. They want to text. Think about it. I've hung out. I've been hanging out with my little cousins more lately. Spending more time with them. And it has been interesting to see how they are buried into their phones i mean buried
2: it's really to weird to get them too. To, to
1: like be present is not easy
2: it's really weird too because how are people a- allowing things and i was thinking about this on a super random side note like my parents they're older and watching them drive and only listen to the gps when i hear damn sesame street in my head about see the signs i was like nobody looks at maps anymore or cares Cause we were missing turns, and they were like, "Oh, the lady didn't say that." And I'm sitting up here thinking, like, she shouldn't have to say. You can see it; I-, I can see it right there in the back seat. But that's how like Uber drivers—they all they just go with the GPS. And I'm right. like, we just getting lazy because sometimes the GPS gives us a route that makes sense. But when I was doing it for public transportation, sometimes if I decided to take a bus that it didn't suggest, that got me there five minutes quicker than it tell me to wait for the damn train that decided to have signal issues because of some other accident or something.
1: But remember when we didn't have GPS and you'd have to print out those directions? Oh my God, I'm like map at MapQuest. Map, quest. Quest. map oh. fucking Quest. And then yeah, obviously maps geez. aren't updated mm-hmm. regularly. Mm-hmm. So there'd be... Parts where you're like Looking for a building It's and like it's turn here And that
2: shit is like
0: Under construction <laughs> And has
2: it's been just for It's not three even years. an
1: avenue On the map You're like what the fuck
0: You really want to take it back Remember when you would go On a road trip As a child And if your parents Belonged to like An automobile club Like AAA You would go get a trip tick Is what they called it And they would like Determine, predetermine the route that you would drive Like all really? the highways It was it was like a custom map Yeah, shout out to See,
1: we didn't have a car So I don't know so, nothing yeah, about yeah.
0: that Yeah, yeah See, we Like you. Would, your parents would go to AAA Shout out to everybody that knows That what I'm knows talking about. The membership. Your parents would go to AAA <laughs> and get a trip tick That would tell you, you know How to get wherever you were going So it
1: was like a, a printout Yeah, like a oh, map so
0: that showed cool. you the route And it would be, you know Useful information along the way <laughs> Included, so like you know, different restaurants, your hotels, fun things. You Crazy
1: know. how times have changed, bro. Yeah. like You
0: don't need none of that shit now, do you? <laughs> none friend? of it.
1: Thank God for the Google apps.
0: All you doing is dropping. I really pans. don't know what I
1: would do because I have such a terrible sense of direction.
0: Do you really? No,
1: like bad, like yeah. to the point that my mom would be like, "How have you lived here your whole life?" <laughs> And you don't know what train (laughs) goes to this part in Queens. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I have to Google it. (laughs) I have
2: such a great sense of direction that it actually fucks me up when I'm in the city sometimes. And I feel like like I can feel, even if I don't know where shit is, I don't know Mm, why,
1: I can feel myself going
2: the wrong way. and, And luckily I've lived in New York so long that I actually like literally know but before I would, my friends would hate me because I would always stop. But where are we going? Because I'm not gonna walk down there if we gonna walk back this way. Because it's not down there. That's the
0: mercury in your stomach lining. <laughs> It's just like a compass. It's the mercury. I'll it gotta
2: flying. be. It gotta be. Because when I tell you that shit would have me way When you go off course, it'd be like, whoa. and splashes. Like, for real. Yeah, like, when on. I tell you that mercury would be like, pull back, pull back, pull back.
1: I can't stand y'all. He right
3: though, shit. So,
1: so those are the factors that they feel um are contributing to the failure. But they did say that there are a few benefits of it being expended. Oh, how expended. kind. So,
0: the motherfuckers offered a positive. <laughs> After all that dooming You call my kids dumb and lazy And now you're saying But there's a bright side No
1: but it's societal factors You know according to them anyway So they're saying The good thing is that These teens are engaging In adult behaviors a lot later Because they're home So you happy
2: which, your kids is slow Well I just gonna say Which adult behaviors Because
1: for, But this is what they're focused yeah. on Less underage drinking Bitch Lower not teen you, of pregnancy course. You know No, talking. I know who, talking who you're to talking, them talking
0: them to lower, <laughs> teen. <laughs> yeah. lower teen pregnancy Yeah, I shouldn't be getting pregnant No, shit happens, but I mean, that's not Like
1: <sighs> <laughs> Watch it, <Dustin. laughs>
0: They wearing me out, y'all, for real So
1: here's the thing the development, this is the science part, because I was like, what's the science, though? These are right. the societal and cultural factors. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered. Mm-hmm. remember, we've discussed before on the show that the prefrontal cortex, remember, mm-hmm. that's at the front lobe. It occurs primarily during adolescence. That's when it starts developing. But it doesn't, um, it's not fully accomplished and matured until the age of 25. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, scientifically, it also makes sense why like they would want to your current insurance
0: lowers at 25. <laughs> that's what you was about well,
1: to yeah, say, right? Well, yeah, in a way, it makes sense, too, because they're saying you're more risk-averse. You yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. When you're younger, like the video I told you guys of the little girl riding the bike down the car, like, you yeah. just don't know. make to have better judgment Mm -hmm. so for those who don't know what the prefrontal cortex actually is in charge of i look at it like the executive suite in your brain Mm -hmm. that's where all the complex great
0: great description right that's where all
1: the most complex choices and behaviors are made so impulsive behavior decision making even moderating your social behavior personality expression planning reasoning judging more Mm -hmm. of the like higher brain functions Mm -hmm. so if that's not matured till 25, then it kind of makes sense why you would be viewed as much I was going to say, you know what? You got to be so cautious of the wording you're using. I
0: was going to say stupid. No. <laughs> Fucked up.
1: What was you going to say, Brad? Don't in the trap. Horrible. What was you going to say, Brad? So as it matures, <laughs> the teenager can reason better, develop more control Thank over God. their impulses and make better judgments. But here's the thing that I was like, I don't know, when I hear about the prefrontal cortex and like Dustin was saying, like, who are these kids that they're asking? Because I remember when I was younger, I feel like I grew up very fast. Mm -hmm. Like I had no choice Mm -hmm. but to make better snap decisions. You know, I didn't have the ease of an extended adolescence Mm -hmm. or even a community around me that uh, was creating the space for that, as Mm -hmm. they're saying parents are with these kids. So the analysis found that those who were likely to partake in adult activities were the ones who came from larger families or those with lower incomes. This is called life history theory. The idea that exposure to an unpredictable or impoverished environment as a kid leads to faster development. No. (laughs) Whereas children who grow up in a more stable environment with more resources tend to have slower developmental course. Oh,
2: so yeah. This is like, so poor folks faster. Boom.
1: (laughs) Because we have no choice. Because we have to, right. We got shit to do. You know what I mean? (laughs) So you have no choice but to make snap decisions. And so... My, That's what I thought. The Vogue.com article was so interesting because it didn't mention any of this part.
2: Because in my mind, I'm like, well, that makes sense. That's why I'm not connecting to this. Right? Because it's not
1: about us. Right. <laughs> right? They
2: cared about
0: the clothes the kids had on when they went to do the shit. That's what they was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what were they wearing? <laughs> this is Vogue. What
1: season is that? Yeah. So psychologist Eric Erickson called it a psychosocial. What's that nigga name? Eric Erikson.
0: No wonder he in the science. Why did y'all name me this shit? I want to know the science behind it. Go ahead.
1: He Ooh. called this hiatus, this this idling period, a psychosocial moratorium. Ooh. So what this? He went
0: through some
2: shit. So
1: what the article was basically asking is, like Dustin was saying, is this a form of coddling? Thank you. Do you guys think it is? Yes. <laughs> I love that it. it was yes. Just like, yes. What the you fuck? Know,
2: look, you know, normally I'm on the fence about some of these but things. This ain't but it. all of the things that had me on the fence was coming back to why <laughs> I was disconnected. And you brought that part full circle. So I'm already, yes. Because you know, of I problem. had
1: to dig for that part. Because <laughs> right. I was like, who are they asking these questions? Because I'm sitting here to? thinking,
2: like, okay, well, as far as black folks is concerned, like, how? Like, Because when they were talking about the college stuff, I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. But, you know, niggas be broke before we even get there. So. <laughs> Never mind, continue please.
1: Right. So the other thing too is life expectancy.
3: Mm. It has
1: shifted. We're living much longer than back in the day. So what they have suggested as well is that maybe there's nothing wrong with a few extra years of quote unquote innocence, being that you might be here till you're 80.
0: <sighs> this is this speaks so much to what I feel the problem is with every fucking body in general, mm-hmm. right? This is you can you can build a case for anything. And I feel like that's what these scientists, these researchers are doing. You're building a case to explain why your kids or your your, the kids around you or whoever ain't shit and why they taking forever to (laughs) show some initiative or drive. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to working towards changing that maybe creating some sort of structure. I ain't heard shit about nothing about that. It seemed like they just walking in the living room, looking at the nigga laying on the floor with Cheetos in the damn video game and just being like, well, fuck it. He don't want to get up. So let's figure out what it is. No, tell him to get his ass up and go do something and figure out some sort of plan and work towards it. The real stars of this lazy show are the parents (laughs) and the researchers who did this instead of suggesting something else. Let's just figure out why they fucked up.
1: Right.
2: It makes me wonder also, because I'm kind of looking at... Sorry, I'm just really fucked up thinking about this whole thing. But I'm just really looking at the fact that there are so many people that have had, like, kids when they were young or... People that actually make successful livings without leaving their house, but they still manage to leave their house. So like
1: Or tragedies, illnesses, yeah. losing parents, and they're still you How see about them that? On, on Twitter. Remember I low-key used to make fun of that where they would list everything <laughs> wrong that happened. But yeah. I graduated. Right. And low key I would make fun, but that's also because I come from a similar thing where it's like, yeah, let's list all the terrible things you've been through. Right. But in reality, all jokes aside, look at those kids. It's an right.
0: accomplishment. Right. It,
1: like the things that they've been through and that they still manage to push through. And right. I honestly, I don't want to um say like, you know, bond misery. I always talk about that. I'm, I don't think that people have to suffer to have like a better life eventually. I don't want to make it seem that way. Right. But I will say that it, most definitely built my character. Right. You know what I mean? And, you have to choose how you see it.
0: And your kids, and you make a great point when you when you reference the fact that you didn't have to... Uh, you To me, you can work to teach your children to understand life without them experiencing the hardships or learning lessons Absolutely. the hard way. They don't way. need that. That's your job, to offer a balanced pr- perspective, a balanced view other perspectives, you know, other takes on it on the life experience. That's your fucking job as a parent. Now, if you do all of that and your son still don't want to get his ass up and wash his ass every morning <laughs> or whatever it is, then you start figuring out, okay, something must be not connecting. Let's get to the root of what that is. Right. But just in general, come the fuck on. Just, <laughs> your go, face. Go I love it. I but think, even I've oh, worked so hard for everything. And Dang. so when I hear, and I know, I already know. Right. so So, and obviously. Right. And so like, so to hear shit like this, it gets super frustrating because what happens is these studies are released. People read it and people that have been looking for, not everyone that's seeking information is seeking it responsibly or with good intentions. Some people are just looking for some sort of scientific uh, reasoning to substantiate their bullshit. Right, and they adapt these this data and these results to whatever they have going on that they want to See? legitimize like
1: victimize, yeah, case.
0: and yeah. I think that's the problem with this kind of shit, especially when it's not comprehensive which I don't believe this is
1: right I'm sorry no I I definitely
0: wouldn't be
2: comprehensive to who they're talking about now (laughs) now that we know but I think it makes me wonder so with this category because I feel like there's always been like age categories and like 18 to 24 25 was always one so like let's say that this becomes like part of the teen now What exactly is going to be the new system put into place for those years? Because I feel like there's always some system put into place, like whether it's like the institution of school, then workforce, then what? So, like, when you make this part of the teen, is it like, all right, so after they do school, they do higher education, and then they do crash course life learning and then actual life. Like Well, that's like, a
1: perfect segue. Because yes, friend, I knew you was going to have to You answers, slid me right in. I was in. wondering. So, Columbia University psychiatrist Marjana Domaconda, I really pray that I'm saying your name right.
2: Well, you said it beautifully. So <laughs> I hope so, too.
1: She claimed that. You know, outside of things like insurance, which is extremely helpful because mm, we're paying yes. a lot of money. So if I was still under my mom's at 26, mm-hmm. I would have changed the game. Um, but also she felt that uh, expanding mental health services was important because apparently, which I didn't know, 75 percent of major mental illness emerges in your mid 20s. Mm. Mm-hmm. So she felt creating, like you said, what happens in that extended adolescence. Is it just saying you're now a, you know, a teen for a couple more years or is there something some kind of system in place to help you with that transition? So she felt they had to expand these mental health services, embracing the cultural shift by developing ways to both meet the psychological needs of modern teens while also setting them up for future success, like you were just saying.
0: So like the after school specials then. <laughs> Basically, right? one thing
1: she did mention that I thought was powerful cuz I always felt that way and I know we've had this discussion before on here about college and whether like you mm-hmm. need to go or mm-hmm. don't need to go. One thing I do think um that she mentioned that was great was that you should not force your kid to think that they have to be in college at 18. Yeah. If we're going to give that adolescent expansion, then in that time frame, they should be allowed to get jobs. You know, travel, join things that will give them more perspective, more idea. Remember, your prefrontal cortex is not even developed. So you still need, you you have that um plasticity in your brain yeah. where you can still be impressionable mm-hmm. and learn things and languages and See, people. Now you're giving me something to work
2: with. Not- yeah,
1: you're thrown into college. You, you're supposed to decide what you want to do for the rest of your life. Spend so much money. It's so funny because what I did in college, at that time, I thought, you know, oh, this would be great. But now I'm, like, so disconnected to what I decided because I was 18. Yeah. Like, come on. You know
2: what? When you put it like that, I think to myself, okay, fine. <laughs> Only if we do decide that we're pushing back, Um, you know, how quickly kids go into college. And how because, quickly
1: push them out.
2: Yeah, because, you know, in high school, it was like, all right, well, you know, you're graduating, so what you're doing next year? Or you needed to worry about junior year, doing everything senior year to be able to go to school right at, like, go to college right after school, as opposed to being like, all right, gradu graduating this year. What type of jobs are you thinking about working or going into so you can, you know, figure out where you want to go to school? Like, I feel like that makes more sense because then people have a chance to, you know, focus on responsibilities and see how things work. But, you know, I was working in, like, 15, 16. Me too.
0: (laughs) So, I mean. To me, this conversation becomes, like, far larger because it then begs so many questions. Number one, I disagree. I think that maybe it would be more beneficial or more useful to change the way we view college and what it means, right? I love that. Um, And this even kind of treads water in the space of the conversation about college being free. What if this is a way for you to get a life skill that can help you support yourself? And then you're allowed to figure out whatever it is your passion is or what you want to do. And if you elect to seek out more education for that, Then you pay for that and you get that or whatever. But maybe we don't look at college as a one-stop shop for figuring your life out. What if college is just a vehicle for you to get some sort of tool to take care of yourself? And then you have the means to travel the world, to have experiences that change your life and your views and your perspectives and help you to identify your desires and, and your wants and therein your career pursuits. What if instead of saying, okay, you know, and making all these radical changes, let's just change the conversation and the the view of what college means, the weight of it on a person's life, fix it so that you're not paying a million dollars in student loans for the rest of your life and you can't ever get that second chance that we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. I think it sort of goes into that territory then about college and the responsibilities that come along with that. I think that's where the shift needs to be occurred. Not in your sorry-ass children.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly, I think to even piggyback on that, I think it'd be smart for it to start even earlier.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Think of your high school curriculum. There's so much that I wish I had learned earlier. Like, the kids that had more affluence and access, they knew to, be to like, start with uh, internships yeah, really earlier. young, yeah. like at magazines, because mm-hmm. they knew if you start in ninth grade... By the time you graduate, it's putting you in a way better position. But what happens when you didn't know that? I Mm -hmm. didn't know that. I didn't have connects. I didn't have anyone telling me, hey, I know someone so I can get you in here at this music label. You know, like those are things I just didn't have access to. Everyone should have that as a resource and access. It should not be based on who you know, you know, and what doors can open for you. Even things too, like, well, imagine if we were in high school and they had been teaching us finances.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Are you kidding me? We had someone like Budjanista type, mm-hmm. a class where they're teaching you from young about credit cards mm-hmm. and having and building your credit over time and the importance of that and how that's going to set you up for success in the future. Even something like cooking classes. So Absolutely. you can sustain yourself. Not just home ec. Right. Yeah. Imagine being able to sustain yourself, especially when you go to college. Yeah. Like these are just life skills that I think if you feel more grounded, in your life as a young adult and, and feel like, okay, I have a, a well-rounded approach to life. Like I, I understand finances. I understand this. I think it'll kind of open space and create space for you to like be able to think about Absolutely. the you want to do.
0: Another thing they that don't I think set is like You're And mm-hmm. you are 150% right. Another thing I think is noteworthy is that people don't, people don't talk about how, like the net that can be cast when you introduce life skills like that to kids early, people who are interested in careers in the culinary arts are able to identify oh my God, that far early. earlier and then are able to apply a focus to a path and creating a trajectory for themselves professionally. Yeah. I think it gives an automatic legitimacy and respect to some of the creative arts, you know, that people kind of shy away from pursuing as a career because it's such a risk and it's so, you know, the chances are one in how many million. Especially if you come
1: from a marginalized community, you're looking Somewhere at in your the pants middle of America, like, like, I can't yeah. afford to be in a creative Or I want to
0: dance mm. for a living, you right. know what I mean? But And no one's told you how to pursue that. I just think it opens up so many portals of just, it just makes children feel like they have more options and they have more of a chance at really being fulfilled in life, which I believe is the ultimate lesson and the ultimate goal. Fulfillment, however that looks to you Mm -hmm. being fulfilled. So if we introduce these courses, if we introduce these things, mental health courses, I love how we're seeing all these people talking about, uh, in, you know, um, Inculcating these like mental health courses Into their curriculums And how like LeBron I believe it is Is opening a school Or Big Sean is opening you know this facility Yeah that has like all these mental health courses For people in Detroit Yeah just dope shit that I think is the shift that's going to take I don't uh, take place. I don't believe it's going to be a restructuring of what we believe these segments of our development are. I think the work that needs to be done is restructuring what goes on in these stages, right and how we view what goes on in these stages so that we can get to, You know what I mean? The greater good in the end.
1: Yeah. That's just how I
0: feel. Otherwise, fuck everybody.
1: (laughs) And I think they're putting the onus on the parents. Like, you got to do this. You got to do this. But really, in reality, it's the way that society is structured. You know, why aren't we creating more livable wages so that when the kid graduates, he can actually afford (laughs) to move out of his home. Right. And his development is not stifled because he can't afford to not be at home with mom and dad. So it's even outside of these courses, why not create a society that's actually for the development of these teens so they can thrive as adults? But obviously we're in a capitalist society where it's worker bees. It's creating worker bees. It's not about you doing great. It's not about you feeling good. It's about you feeling like you're stuck and being stuck in a job that is making, you know, all these uh, 1% men Wealthier, Yeah,
0: all of them are very so that very they can ugly. write
1: research research papers like this. You see how the bastards about... be looking when
0: they get busted for like um, moving money laundering, or mm-hmm. like, or what's the nigga who or
1: pedophilia?
0: Yeah, what was the guy who? Damn, it was like the biggest scam on crimes. Wall Street and shit. It just happened.
1: Bernie Madoff. Madoff. Look yeah. at him. Child.
0: <laughs> Need some makeup. So that's the thing. Like I was just gonna say, you know,
2: some people in certain uh families they're allowed to fail up. Like, their parents bought them houses for them kids to live in forever. That's why I so hate those they,
1: articles. How this person saved $100,000. Yeah. And then you look and it's like the mom paid for school. Right. And then some debt. of them,
2: they be set up like for real, for real. Like, their dad give them a business when they like 14, 16, and then they have all this money, but they still at, at home being lazy. And actual, actually, they can't run shit. So if they had to go manage somebody, they're dumb as fuck. And then you stuck working for someone that's managing you, and they're stupid as hell, and they living at home, and they have enough money to do away with all
0: of that. Y'all okay. see what happened to Brian McKnight recently? What happened no. to Brian McKnight? Brian McKnight, and I'm not joking before I even get oh, started. I like, Brian McKnight was in the news because um, his kids had came forward saying how he had cut them off and oh, he shit. was all about his new. I guess he got like a second set of kids, which sidebar, that's the one thing I, I envy about. You know, the hetero normal. Like I told you all I always oh wanted to God, be no. a nigga with two sets of kids. <laughs> oh I think God. that is like the ultimate player shit. Like, yo, you know, you got older crazy. kids and then you got like a three year old and a two year old. Y'all, I just, you know, just I said new set of kids. <laughs> kids player shit. But anyway. <laughs> new set. Back to Brian McKnight. <laughs> so Brian McKnight's oh kids came out and said he had <laughs> cut them off and all this shit. And so he released the video saying I did. Oh, because shit. it was time for them to fly the coop. I, for mm-hmm. years, I've been offering them these opportunities. That's My wife got them jobs working at the hospital, 18 bucks an hour with benefits. They didn't want to do it because they didn't want to stop smoking weed. He was like, I was fine with that. Just do something else. He said, I gave them an apartment. With, I guess they was like 25. Mm-hmm. He got Damn. them an apartment, paid the rent for two years. He was like, y'all got two years to just figure it out. They still didn't do it. So he cut the kids mm-hmm. off. And there's what this huge uproar. That? I personally would never cut my kids off. No. But I also wouldn't be in a position where I had some 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 sows laying around <laughs> as kids. You know what I'm saying? My kids wouldn't be lazy. They would be, I would I would hope that they would exhibit at least a work ethic, which I believe some of that is genetic, because like my father is an extremely hard worker, and so am I, and so is my brother. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so I would try to teach that, impart that in my children and in the rearing of my children. Um, so I don't think I would be at that point. And I just personally, I'm not a parent. I don't have no kids. And God damn, I will never have none. Thank you, Lord. Once again, <laughs> hey, yeah. bo bo. thank you, Lord, for small favors. No yeah. kids. But if <laughs> I did, you know what I'm saying? If I did, I would never cut my children yeah. off. But I also don't foresee myself being in a position to have to.
1: Right, because so, you feel that you'd be You don't know, better. but I just
0: feel like, you know what I mean? As people, they would be that way. Now, Brian McKnight, to me, it makes perfect sense that his kids don't know who they are because we don't know who he is. He sang all these, you know, <laughs> vanilla, you know, Miss R&B you. songs, love songs, and then came out with Show Me How Your Pussy Works.
1: Let me so I it's like show okay, me show you how this
0: pussy works. Well, who is you? You know what I'm saying? I didn't <laughs> know what side of the mirror we were on, so it makes sense to me.
1: <laughs> so... Bottom line is, I do think some concessions should be made in the sense that when considering the weak economy, the recession, not so much smartphones, because that's a decision at the end of the day.
3: That's so dumb.
1: But just the way the society is set up with, you know, we were discussing like the livable wages and everything that we know are stress factors even environmentally I mean there's so many issues especially when you marginalize like we just discussed not only do you not have high schools or colleges that are setting you up for success but you're also playing a lot of catch up that's mm-hmm. what I feel like I was playing a lot of catch up because that's these, so
0: real friend you, that's a whole nother episode to dog,
1: be honest. you spend so much of your life playing catch up just mm-hmm. to be in a position to thrive when everyone else is already you know out the gate mm-hmm. so and mm-hmm.
0: never cut the mustard <laughs>
1: So that's a problem in itself. You know, Just, I'm like trying yeah. to keep <laughs> look, at,
3: look at his
0: face. Heinz. You hear me? Catch up and still never touch the mustard. Damn. All we can do is relish, you know?
1: That was like a three for... I can't even go into the hallway because
2: of that water bug. Jesus. Go ahead, friend.
1: <laughs> but I do think, you know, the parents that do put that pressure at 18 like well you're an adult get the fuck out my house you know you've heard a lot (laughs) of people (laughs) get
2: your ass on and don't look
1: back (laughs) (laughs) do I think it means you know you should have your kid chilling on the couch eating Cheetos on his phone no of course not but I do think you should create an environment that is more supportive Mm -hmm. of your children and their mental health absolutely the careers they want to explore as opposed to being like get the fuck out you're an adult because I do think that that is something that is very common even though I for the most part I don't know at least I'm from the Caribbean they want you to stay so Mm -hmm. I don't know my Mm -hmm. mom would have me at the house forever if Mm -hmm. she could
2: listen I don't think I'm having I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm having kids but I want my home to seem so lovely that they would stay there but they also know that I don't want them there (laughs) Like, people come over, like, damn, this house is nice as fuck. But like, yeah, it's my parents' house. You know, I could live here forever, but I know they want me to get the fuck on. And I'm getting the fuck on. Like, right. I want it to feel, like, both. Like, comfortable enough for you to live in, but no, it's expiring and you to be ready to get your ass on.
1: Right, right, right. No mm-hmm. coddling. And I will say it's also important to create environments in the home. Like, this is on a much smaller scale because my godson is only five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it starts early. Mm-hmm. He's always on his iPad. Watching, mm-hmm. uh, what's the ki- the cartoon with the bald kid that's super bad? Callaloo. Callaloo. Or- Mary
2: Mary. <laughs> oh, you talking about Little Bill? What's it?
1: Caillou? Caillou. I think it's Caillou, Caillou, yeah, yeah. You said <laughs> <laughs> he watches a Peppa Pig, mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. So. But when I talk to him, like, what do you want to do? He loves basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll watch basketball, you know, when the season's on, whatever. Loves it, loves it. He's gonna be super tall, like his dad. Mm-hmm. His dad's from Mali. He's like six, seven. Mm-hmm. My godson looks like a 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. Loves basketball. So when his birthday came around, I bought him a basketball hoop for the backyard. Friends. Yeah, because I'm like, well, then you need to play. Yeah. If that's something that you enjoy. And his mom sent me videos where she said he's obsessively in the backyard now, practicing (laughs) his shots and playing, you know, and like he don't even want to be inside.
0: I love that.
1: And it made me happy because I'm like, all it took was listening, number one, and then helping cultivate an environment that is supportive of what they want to explore. And I think, and I get it, being a parent is exhausting. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. I came in as an auntie. That only sees him Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, You know mm -hmm. Once or twice a year So it's easy for me To be like Yeah that's all he needed My best friend Is exhausted She's Mm -hmm. a mom of two She's a principal Like she has a lot Going on She's a wife Um, But I do think It's also important To have these conversations And create the environment That'll help him Because he's on his iPad Because he was just didn't have anything mm-hmm. else You know mm-hmm. what I mean And now He's like perfecting His three pointer you know
0: iPads Are the new pacifiers
1: They absolutely they are, are. Yeah. And I get it I used to get so irritated When he'd be on it But I'm also like But I get it My friend is tired bro yeah. Like right. It's a lot
0: of work like kids don't suck They thumb no more They swipe they thumb That's <laughs> okay. the new Sucking thumb And you have to
1: them. Stimulate them all day. Like, there's damn no hoop. respite. Outside. Yeah. So the beauty is that they do have a backyard that's safe and mm-hmm. enclosed and he can be back there playing. That's
0: wonderful. And
1: now what? he's like excited and I FaceTimed him while he was playing the other day. I was like, how's the shot? He's like, I'm getting good, Titi. You know, he's like showing me and I'm <laughs> like, oh my God. But you know, that's all it takes. Like having these conversations yeah. and then following suit. I, and I, I, even when I was younger, I will say my mom she noticed I had an affinity for uh, toys that were musical as opposed mm-hmm. to like dolls. I was dolls. just going, I was thinking about that. Yeah, so she, my toys, when you look at pictures, it was like the xylophone. That xylophone, everyone had the blue one. Oh, <laughs> yes,
3: you know friend. Yes. I know. yes, with, with the, the thing on the, the string, yeah. Rainbow. like uh, yep.
1: The Casio, everybody had the little white yep. one that had like the, the pre-programmed. Yeah, it'll show you how it. to play, yeah. And it'll teach you how to play. Everyone had the flute, like. She realized early on <laughs> the flute, their little that recorder, <laughs>
0: recorders. Babe. Oh my god! And you, be like, you couldn't stop me on the recorder. Buns, <laughs> hot cross
2: buns. Hot cross <laughs> buns. Look, you taking me back? I had a teacher named Miss Michaelson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And she called me like, "Oh my god!" <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, you just took me back to high, high cross buns because my teacher Miss Michaelson. She called the high cross. Buns. I'm like,
1: hot cross buns. <laughs> hot, <laughs> buns. <laughs> hot cross buns.
3: <laughs> i oh, always so been a top. Funny. Oh.
0: <laughs> I knew then I was like, I'm gonna be a
3: top. <laughs> oh my god! High
0: cross buns. I said
1: exactly,
0: <laughs> precisely.
1: <laughs> I feel like we should end there. And
2: <laughs> All I All know right. is
0: friend.
2: All I know is my mom thought that I was gonna be owning Sony because she bought me so many Sony things, mm. whether it was the it. Walkman. You know when it was on the CD players, the mini-disc player? Oh, hell Or yeah. whether it was like a Sony PlayStation. Like, I remember at one point, she was like, oh, this damn Sony up in here. I <laughs> spent my money. Because <laughs> mm. she made sure her kids had what they needed so they could stay out her face. And I love and that. I love and I her. think,
1: you know, and we have to also take care of parents, mental health resources, mm-hmm. more kid like child care that isn't a million dollars so that they can breathe sometimes. Because I remember when my uh, best friend started working and I was like, how much is the daycare? And it was $1,500 a month.
0: Yeah. That's Ooh, a bad end. I was saying, that's on the low end. And that huh? was like,
1: what, three years ago? So I'm like, bro. Dang.
0: That shit is insanely expensive.
1: So it's a, it's like a... That's
0: why I hate kids. <laughs> no, I'm and just playing. Y'all look, know I love kids. And kids so it's honestly, more it's a, it's a f- complete
1: restructuring of mm-hmm. society that needs to happen. More so than like, Let your kids hang out a little longer I think the, the researchers could have Delved a little bit deeper
2: Right have have different conversations with your kids or do better check-ins with the schools or something. Yeah, damn.
1: everyone needs help. The kids need more attention and the parents need more attention. Everybody, right. teachers need more attention. Everybody needs more attention.
0: Otherwise, them three blind mice going to be your kids. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's see how they run.
1: <laughs> Why <laughs> did we all play that? What is going on? Then, do they still do that in school now? Hell no. I hope
2: not. Cause I remember being fucked up. I was too damn grown. When she would do hot cross buns, she would be like,
1: Mexican
2: hot cross buns, Wait, cha cha what? cha. like, like a those remix. too. Like she would do it, and then she would do Chinese hot cross buns. And it was just sure. one Asian girl. We all looked like, why was she doing that, Miss Michelson? Oh my god, y'all
1: kill me. <laughs> so, those of you listening, I'm curious what you think. Should we extend adolescence and give give the teens a little more time to play in their innocence? What do you think? Or should we kick their asses out like we were <laughs> to build stronger, hmm. <laughs> faster, <laughs> hmm. more quickly developed uh, adolescents?
2: Listen, I'm I'm reasonable, okay. If your ass like can get a job, in the middle. if your ass can get a job at home and then just make money and actually pay the rent for all of us and say that this is your house now, you can stay at home <laughs> as long as you want. Because the way that it is now, you could just game and make money and sit in your room and not come out or something like that. You want yeah. a
0: kid to sit in his room and don't come out? I
2: mean, if his room got a bathroom Shit,
1: that's in it... most
2: kids. I was just to say, if it got a bathroom in it, he washes like himself and kids. make
0: it... And- <laughs> Make noise Let me know you Let me know he If you too noise. damn quiet But the thing I, is See I like bad kids too though Because they are not in the damn house They outside playing They not in your face I like my If you around me And you a kid You need to be active <laughs> With some of them kids Just be sitting like that that, not, not, And I'm absolutely Not speaking about anybody With any sort of This this Anything that's not You know what I'm saying no, Anybody but that's some kids are able quiet. Differently I'm yeah. talking about bad kids You know what I'm saying Them little <laughs> devil kids Y'all know who that I'm talking on about the Yeah yeah, All being it. quiet and looking at yes, you and chewing on kids. wood people. That is your tribe. <laughs> like no I,
1: cutting your cousin's hair, tying them up. Those
2: are his kids. Around, because you know? he's never having kids.
0: <laughs> so those are definitely his kids. I love like, shout out to ASAP Noah. <laughs> wonderful Um, well-adjusted personality the other day just the other day she told me in the middle of 10th street to stop yelling her name she said i love you too and stop yelling my name down the street what i said the baby (laughs) is all right then i knew it
1: i love her i tell you i call her my little kombucha and she'd be like i don't smell like vinegar see
0: (laughs) now you see what i'm talking about right there friend that's how we know ASAP Noah is all right. Is well Shout adjusted. out to Jade and Tristan for being out the out wonderful parents.
1: And that's it for this week's hot button.
0: Okay. Daily Harvest makes it easier than ever to get back in the habit of eating more fruits and veggies with thoughtfully sourced, chef crafted food that can be prepared in less than five minutes. Fill your box with more than 65 different options. I, I like this like ready to blend smoothies, hearty soups, and savory harvest bowls. Each Daily Harvest cup takes one step to prepare with room for customization. All of Daily Harvest ingredients are sourced and selected for maximum nourishment and peak season flavor. Let me tell you something about the ease, Fran. I know you know how important ease is. Of course. And the ease of Daily Harvest. I ain't got a lot of time, okay, for nothing. Barely have enough time to wash my legs, but I still do it. (laughs) The point is, those minutes can be better used in the kitchen, and Daily Harvest saves me that time so I can actually enjoy the food. Less prep, more enjoyment. Thank you for that, Daily Harvest. So if you're trying to be down, go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code FriendZone to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code FriendZone for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com.
2: If you're looking to discover key pieces of clothing that are versatile, comfortable, and stylish, check out Style Plan by Frank and Oak. One of the things that I like about Franken Oak is that I'm choosing clothes that is online, and it's not like I'm going into one of them shopping stores, and it's just a bunch of messy-ass tables. Oh, so my if, God, I hate that. Ain't that the worst? I get to just look over it like it's like a catalog and pick out something that I want, and all the, qu- the clothes feel like high quality and nice. I have a bunch of T-shirts that were picked out for me. I didn't even have to look at them.
1: And I like it, that they have the stylists who pick it out for you.
2: Okay, so I'm not French Montana's because I do have a stylist, okay? <laughs> but I also really appreciated wearing that shirt that you saw me in at the anniversary show. And because it was cute. It was really cute. It was bomb. It was nice and new. Something I wouldn't normally grab, but uh, I put it on. I loved it and everyone else loved it. So the style plan by Frank and Oak is a clothing subscription box and it's for men and women. Curated by a combination of stylists and A.I., Hmm.
3: Just tell them okay. a little bit about
2: yourself by taking a style quiz. Preview your monthly subscription box and take seven days to decide what you love and send back what you don't want. You can customize your choices and confirm what you'll be getting in your box before it ships. Shipping and returns are always free, and you can skip or cancel anytime. Style Plan by Frank and Oak is dedicated to providing purposefully designed products and timeless fashion pieces made ethically through eco-friendly processes. To discover what your wardrobe has been missing. <laughs> Try style plan by Frank and Oak completely risk free. Go to Frankenoak.com slash friendzone and you'll get twenty five dollars off your first subscription box. That's frankandoke slash friendzone for twenty five dollars off your first subscription box. Frankandoke slash friendzone.
1: Now let's bring in the wind chimes. So this weekend, <laughs> I love you did the that wind chimes so chime hard. <laughs>
2: So, that one's more prominent. So, this week
1: is going to be more like beauty news. Okay. Which I'll do sometimes. Beauty
2: news. i what?
1: I mean, that'll be a plot twist. Well, actually, you were. (laughs)
0: Right.
1: I just showed them a picture of Tracy Ellis Ross. I
0: mean, get well soon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, she posted on her Instagram that she was, and I'm reading it straight from her IG, Mm -hmm. thrilled to introduce pattern my new hair care brand specifically for curly, coily, and tight textured hair. She writes the pattern beauty is the result of 20 years of dreaming, 10 years in the making... Apparently, she wrote her first brand pitch in 2008, right, when Girlfriends finished. That's crazy that it's taking this long. But that goes to show she put in the work for this. And two years of working with chemists. So she was excited to share this with us. It's called Pattern Beauty. She says it's here to empower and nourish curly, coily, tight textured hair from 3B to 4C. The formulas are unique and packed with luscious. I love the word luscious. Luscious. Mm-hmm. It's just a great word. Great and, stripper name. Too. <laughs> so luscious. You can like taste luscious. it. And safe ingredients, she says. Trust me, I know because my panel and I tried 74 different samples to get these seven formulas for phase one, which phase one is the launch. She says it's for those of us who need more than a quarter size of product, large conditioner sizes that actually fulfill the unmet needs of our community and accessible pricing because everyone should have access to their most beautiful hair in the shower. Honestly, the packaging. Let me show you guys this packaging. Let me see if we can pull up. Oh,
0: it's all white. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding her, her, The iPad is all white Right now I love
1: Look that Look at that packaging
0: Oh wow That's Come so on. cute And Fran It looks like
1: It looks like yeah. Ain't that like
0: Almost a little Keith Haring vibes I A little know, bit yes. You know I freaked
1: uh-huh. out When I saw it I was like Oh my gosh She channeled this <laughs> oh Damn thing Oh my gosh So it's beautiful It's definitely gonna Stand out on the shelves Cause you know This is I'm gonna hit some. target And it's gonna hit Right Yeah it's like You already know It's Tracy some. Ellis While she has that like, Kind of push but I love it. She has um, hair serums, conditioner, leave ins. She even has like a Denman brush. Apparently, it even has clips and like towels that okay. you can use to dry your hair. She's gonna love bit everything faster. I can buy. The whole set. Everything that you basically would need wow. from a natural hair care set. So I think it's awesome. I'm excited to try it. You try it, it out. Yeah. I mean, this is very on brand. Her hair has been Don't a big part. Me too. <laughs> think about it her and her mom, their hair. Has yes. been a huge part of Staples. their legacy. Legendary. Staples, iconic. So I think it's a really cool move, especially, you know, when you see Rihanna, how she's like created this empire mm-hmm. of yes. beauty. So I'm so black curious to over see, this. yeah, it's black women really stepping in as these moguls. And I'm ready. I'm like, who's going to give us skincare? I'm ready for the skincare. Right. So, Pattern Beauty, if you want more information, it's at Pattern Beauty. Look how cute. Patternbeauty.com. And Apparently it launches In five days Go ahead Tracy Ellis Ross. It even has like A little counter So that Judge you can follow Judge for me Isn't that awesome I like this. Yes. So I'm very excited About that Oh Available 9 nine nineteen. Ooh come on numerology. That <laughs> I'm here for that
0: I'm playing a number That day
1: <laughs> And look I'm at- looking <laughs>
0: Nine nine nine. And
1: I love this. She's naked. Mm-hmm. You see that? She looks great. She's so
0: she's gorgeous she's anyway. So fly. Right.
1: And I love it because it says sometimes it's just all about the hair. Wow.
0: Which is why she's, she's really naked. thought this through. I love this. You see
1: it. The branding, well the well rollout, out, rollout, the packaging, the ingredients. So, pattern beauty, Tracy Ellis Ross, and that's the beauty news. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Asante, what you got for us, Mr. Music From Man? From the Pattern
2: app to Pattern Beauty.
1: <laughs> right. Hey,
2: friend. Hey. <laughs> what up, y'all? It's the Music Man telling y'all about everything that I can, that I've been listening to. Um, last week, we talked a little bit about the VMAs. Um, that was a big thing that happened. This week, we're back with more music. I've been listening to a lot of the same old, but uh, I was in Miami this weekend. and I got to mm, reconnect with my sister. Jealous. So I wanted to just Really quickly tell y'all About my jam And then I'm gonna just Let y'all do listens lately Cause I don't really have A lot going on in music uh, music news it it's been a lot Of the old stuff And I wanna talk about A music video But I wanna do that To like close out the segment I'm nice. sure y'all know Which video I wanna talk about I
1: already know I didn't see it yet though You ain't seen it. I didn't see it yet
2: <sighs> mm-hmm.
1: I watch it now mm-hmm. On mute while you talk
2: Alright 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 Do that do that do that
0: <laughs> So you know she got it lit <laughs> Remember?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, speaking of having it lit, uh, shout out to everybody down in Florida. Um, I should have said this at the top of the show, but I was down south for a family reunion, and I actually bumped into some listeners at random points sometimes. All right. And thank you guys for being so polite and respectful and awesome and amazing. Um, one of the girls, she was just so lovely to me. She saw me in the parking lot. She was like, I don't want to come over and bother you, but... Um, You know, you hear it. So I want to just take my time to say what's up. But
3: Sweet. a song
2: that I was really jamming to came on that my sister put me on to while we were talking. So I have to shout this person out. I don't even know who this is. Maybe you guys have heard of him. But uh, the name, the name, the name. The name is Amb-J. I don't know if I'm saying this right. It's A-M-B-J-A-A-Y. But this is... Amb-J? I don't know if I'm saying it right. But he has a song called Uno. <laughs> and I haven't listening to this shit like it was our theme song for the weekend so shout out to my sister and shout out to the y'all for playing this down there because it's the shit so here it is
3: hundreds and fifties big old bitties yeah uno dos
2: no thrash you hear me hey hey cost a little like this you hear me uno dos no that we got bitches second ass in lotto big chop, knocking nigga on zapatos. Still getting kesso like nachos. Uno, dos, no tres, she a We got bitches second ass in a though. big chop, knocking nigga on sapatos Still getting kesso like nachos. Hit it from the back, then I tell her no mas. <laughs> so, that I was my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: nigga on zapatos, I'm like yeah yeah. I, I
2: like,
0: like this. Wow, when I, I didn't see that coming. My sister was like, bitch, where the
2: fuck you get this on? This is my shit. She's just been playing it over and over again and we were out and heard it. And so wow. it was solidified. I
1: low-key feel like Lil Nas X is gonna have people experimenting. <laughs> with you know more what's seasons.
2: crazy? It's crazy as you said it because when I was listening to it, I thought about Lil Nas X. Right.
1: Because
2: he has another song that somebody played that was kind of influenced too. So I was like, I wonder if this is gonna be the trend. Like everybody's gonna like continue to play with stuff.
1: But right. That's I that was good though.
2: That was good. I had no idea that that was gonna be my jam but I just I was like I have to play this on the friend zone like (laughs) I'm I'm talking about this like this is my shit but uh say the name again Amb J, Amb J, Uno
1: Dos, I Three and the Quatro. I don't know if it's. Nothing's in Savate. Hey,
2: knock it down. You already can't playing, <laughs> playing That's all for you, Brandon. do no, <laughs> you? do. I'm she just. I had to tell a bitch, hola. bend it over. I want her for no time. She call me Poppy. I hit it with no socks. She like Jay. Can I get some dick cover for her? I'm like, yeah. Check it out. Close the door.
3: Top it. up <laughs> the block. Get up the score. Air pulling nigga back like a fucking orange. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, that's my song
2: Yeah, that though <laughs> Outside of that I've been listening Still to Toby Lou I was telling your earlier friend Like I just love everything That Toby Lou does Everything that he's put you out like
0: country music
1: No, uh, <laughs> I don't like country Toby. music I learned of Toby Lou through you yeah, <laughs> 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 to- That should be his signature Before his record starts to- And then the record
2: <laughs> just drops Um, I just I keep listening to Toby Lou's project I talked about it a while back um, Actually I remember you Asked me if I'd listen to it Fran And I just mentioned That I've been listening to it But there are 21 tracks on this And you guys should Just listen to it Because there are a lot of Cool Dope vibey Feel good ass songs That he does But then he does some like Emo R&B type records and there are really cool, like switch ups and breakdowns that happen towards the end of songs. One of which I will say there's a song called Favorite Substitute, and it features Ryan Destiny. Um, and she sounds beautiful at the end of this song. And I just said, I'm listening to everything Toby Lou's doing. Um, there's another song on there called 8702, which is kind of like the answer to Usher's 8701. And mm. it goes to, so just listen to Toby Lou. Should I play a sample of something or should I just keep Hit moving? us with it. Alright friend I'm a, This is a little 8702 And this is just a production Okay Like Toby has great production But then there are some songs Where you know You gotta really get in his bars How hard and easy they are But 8702 I don't even know If
1: I'm fucked up right now I'm just Feeling my shit, Jay said, "How the party going? It didn't even start, it, but it's already lit." Ran into my ex, she said, "Hey, how you been?" But I don't like to reminisce.
2: Everything I took 10 minutes ago just hit, so I'ma need a little bit. I was doing my dance, so I'ma grab my hand, like, "No, babe, do it, do it like this." So I do it in reverse, try a little swerve, okay. I think I get it just Left hand up Right hand down Stick And I
3: hit it in a whip Proud of myself Cause I did just what I did hit that
1: See? Oh tonight. yeah
2: So you know he He so gets down friend. He gets down Toby Lou gets down So this What's record. that one called? That one's 8702 8702 I'm so Yes
1: Alright so that's
2: it for me right now My, What I've been right. listening to lately So Frank Go and tell the people What you have been listening
1: to lately <laughs> So I have three tracks Okay give them two The first one is I just got put on to Uh, Black party (laughs) And he has a song Called summer love Which is funny Because summer's over Mm -hmm. So much So much And this is how it goes
2: you be scared I hold your
3: hand looking in this kind of feeling that I feel when I'm with
0: you forevermore I'll never forgive you baby you can be my summer love wanna fight would you wanna get high would you get in the car drive with you baby you can be my summer love
1: cute right I, I love- think so <laughs> I love it I fuck
2: with Black Party
1: so I don't even know. It was one of those. That's why I love Spotify. When an album you're listening to end to ends, then it comes and up. it just kind of creates a radio out of yeah. it. And this came up, and I was like, "Wait a minute, yeah, who was that?" Um, okay, so that was. Now I'm like going through. So Sir
3: yeah. released
1: an album called Chasing Summer. Y'all know how I feel about Sir.
0: Yes, and no, you're such low. a cute baby.
2: <sighs> no, not
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't one. Who? What, what, what's, the, what's the hashtag for this week? It's studio. It's either the baby or the studios, right? It's either Sir Carter or Sir Studios
1: Did y'all get a chance to listen?
0: I did not put me on oh, No, sir
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh It's gonna be hard to pick a fave Because it's perfect It's sir so you know, Now I'm,
0: you're making me want to listen
1: I was about perfect.
2: to say you, this is, I'm, I know it's you're about to put me projects. on I'm putting it on tonight So he has I'm a record
1: called Still Blue
2: Oh featuring
1: Jill Scott. Are y'all ready? Here it goes.
3: another out of blame Fall in Every time The water's fine But it's
2: I'm fucking with it I mean You want to talk about Setting the mood
1: I love him <laughs> Sir, Damn just, He's one of those so artists That B. you just know It's gonna hit Like It never fails There's never been a project He's released That has not made me Have feel away. Have you
2: ever done anything together?
1: Hey, I don't think so That would be Something Oof. And then the last one Spotify will forever kill me For taking out my listens thing The last one is Justine Skye Oh my god I love
2: Justine Skye She released
1: an EP What? And it's called Bear With Me
0: that's what we've been doing completely. For real
1: A completely new sound New vibe Look at the cover Oh my god, really?
0: She looks amazing oh Guess my god, who she Blade? worked with
1: on it? Who? James Fondler eh. Oh shit So
0: you ready? Oh it's my god It's
1: a record Hold called a hey, let me down this <laughs> It's called Too Much First I was begging you to call me up I'm
3: begging
1: you to stop your call Too you, much, what the fuck you
2: First of all, I heard him all of a there before she opened her damn mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just... here for it.
1: So that's it. <laughs> Those are the three. And also, just because I didn't want to turn it into a sur segment, the recipe, which is the title track, mm-hmm. is the other one that just has me in a chokehold. So listen Cupid's to that. Justin, Justine Sky and Black Party.
2: Thank you, Fran. You have really Thank blessed you. me and put me on today. I'm excited. I yes. hope y'all enjoy.
0: What about you, Dustin? What you been listening to lately? Um, been listening to a couple of things. I'm gonna try to make this quick because I got a couple historical. You know, I like to take us back and a make few us years. Feel old. Got a couple of things. So first of all, happy 50th birthday to KC Haley from Jodeci. What? Wow, Jodeci means a lot to my musical palette. I love the brand of R&B. KC was the shit. Um, and he played a. he just gave a lot to R&B culture as a whole R&B oh, yeah. music so happy birthday to KC happy 50. birthday
1: that's wild man
0: happy birthday to Selena Johnson um, oh, another birthday. person with a beautiful voice yes. who gave a lot to music and now entertainment with her successful talk show Sister Circle which y'all know how I feel about Sister Circle you gotta be on
1: it I saw one of the listeners say that on Twitter I
0: gotta go down to the you circle gotta go down. <laughs> yes um, also so really quickly two years um, excuse me there are two albums that came out six years ago ago today um john legend's love in the future album Ooh. which is a is one of my even though it's one of his newer albums is new ish that's one of my favorite john legend albums there's a song on there called dreams that's one of the most yes. beautiful songs i wish it was longer oh, oh my it. god oh my god it's beautiful <gasps> friend um, I would play it But I ain't gonna do that Just oh, no. not your homework Dreams by oh, John Legend God. Then there's also <laughs> Hold on There's also A beautiful cover Of Open Your Eyes By Bobby Caldwell Everybody mm, knows that song That's Of a, course It's a very black song By a white man <laughs> That John Legend redid that's on that album. There's also a beautiful duet that he had with Stacey Barth that is a cover of Anita Baker's Angel on that album. Yes, So it's very, when artists have lengthy catalogs like that, it's kind of easy to overlook the later albums. Mm -hmm. But that was an album that deserves attention. Also, six years ago, Love and War by Tamar came out. Feel how you want to feel about Tamar Braxton, but them pipes are there. And that was a great Fucking R and B album. Yes, great and album. And then Claude and Chuck
1: work on it.
0: And Chuck also worked on another album of hers And wrote this song called Raise the Bar Which is one of the most beautiful songs yeah. I've ever heard Twice in my life. I But yeah. I love this yes. album I love Tamar's music Especially at that stage When she was just getting herself back into releasing music We all know how big the title track Love and War was Then you have All the Way Home pieces um, um, Ooh, All the Way Home Wait a minute, is that, baby Is that okay. I'm
3: gonna okay. oh,
0: then that's not Wait a minute, baby <laughs> You're I'm going, going too fast. Back. I'm going to turn
3: Turnback. back. Ooh. Yeah,
0: <laughs> for real. So now shout out to those songs. As far as what I'm yes. playing, what I've been listening to, right? There's all this new music coming out. Y'all know I'm a so huge my. Cash Dow fan. Her mm-hmm. debut Cash album is coming out next month in October. It's called Stacked. I can't wait to hear it. But yes. she also has been giving these really dope previews of music that she has coming out. You know, she's really good for leaving a dope feature. So today, instead of playing one of my listens lately, I want to play the audio from this clip she played on Twitter of her feature on this artist named Guy Cash, Mm -hmm. who is actually from New York. He's a dope rapper assigned to Republic Records with her. They're label mates. And she's featuring on this song that he has where he's talking about his girlfriend being crazy. And then she offers... What the crazy girlfriend would have to say. Mm. So here we go, y'all. Friend, look up.
1: I'm ready. (laughs) No, I'm not this bitch so crazy. You just be having me fucked up. Listen, if you keep talking to that bitch, I'm gonna split your shit. And you know I got good aim, nigga, I don't miss. I will put a Snickers in your tank, pour a bleach on your clothes. Yeah, I did that, cause you ain't looking good for them hoes. Walking on me like a doormat, my feelings you kidnapped. Leaving, then you come back, wonder why a bitch snap. You gon' make me check that. Where you put my knife set? You know I'm a finisher, this is more the combat. Yeah, I'm crazy, but that's how you made me. When you flip your little switch, and get the actin' shady. Every time I call you out, you wanna disappear, nigga. You can leave, but that dick gotta stay here. Fucking I'm crazy. crazy <laughs> this bitch so crazy. But <laughs> I like you try to stab me, she try to shoot me. Sure, when the cops
0: came <laughs> <in>. <laughs> She said, sure did. So the only reason I wanted to share that clip is because she one of the things... She so good. And she's got so much she personality. She
1: ever wear sweatpants and
0: sneakers? Right? <laughs> she's, just, uh, she's so full of, like, personality. And I think that's one of the things that made me fall in love with her as an artist. Right. And it's everybody in rap, there's a lot of posturing. There's a lot of, like, people who try to prove certain things. To me, she's just void of all that. It's just... She's just who
1: she is.
0: And I like the fact that she's making it fun... To listen to music again, so shout out to Cash Doll.
1: And I love that visual
0: mm-hmm. with the poodle, mm-hmm. the pink. That was a gay party. <laughs> that in Atlanta. was so damn funny,
1: especially when she was like, "Get in the car, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> get in the car." Can you believe she walked in the club with that damn dog? Did she really? I love yes, it. that's how she walked I in the club to the party. Yes. Shout out to T Personality. It. Love it. it. So that's all I got this week. Shout out to Cash Doll.
3: Tight. All
2: right. Well, I have one, maybe one and a half more things to talk about. But before I do that, because Dustin brought it up, I'm gonna play Dream Really fast Because yes, I want to hear is. it By John Legend
3: crazy But If
0: Beautiful. Can you play the end real quick? That is art. Can you play the end? Yes, 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 yes. We got to listen to the end. You'll appreciate this.
2: Hold on, wait. One of the most beautifulest... And, and mind you... How have I never heard this? Mind you, John Legend has catalog. So for you, to, mean, pull, so for you to, like, pull that needle out of the haystack, because, <laughs> like, when you said John Legend, I'm sitting here thinking, like, all the albums, like oh, Revolver, oh, all that, but, like, singles. that right there, because that was the one right after Revolver, mm-hmm. and it felt like he was on a whole new wave of mm-hmm. shit, and it was still so, like...
0: That album re- <sighs> re- That album, um it reignited my interest in John Legend as an artist because I had kind of lost interest, I guess. Hmm. Um, but when that album came out, I started paying more, as much of attention as I did when Get Lifted came out when I was like, this is the best music I've ever mm-hmm. heard in my life.
3: He's so great.
0: So I love that album and shout out to the... And random fact, I used to have a playlist <laughs> that it was literally just dreams and then it went into Bound 2. And it was literally like <laughs> the, yeah. It was the, the, like, just do it. Trust me.
1: You know, and you're reminding me that's what it is. I just didn't listen to this album. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'd probably just, it probably overlooked. Yeah, I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to it. I
2: feel like, uh, did you listen to the one right before it too, Evolver? Yeah. I feel like some people didn't even get into that one either. So they had already fallen off the John Legend wagon. The train, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm going to get back on. I'm listening this week because that's a beautiful record. That record right there,
2: if a movie is ever made about my life, I need that to be in the scene. I just need to go somewhere in there. Whew. Anyway, uh, so for I guess that was one of the, one of the half things I want to talk about. For the last thing I want to talk about, um, Hot Girl Summer video is finally here um, <laughs> at the end of summer, but that's okay <laughs> because I'm loving it. I'm loving the video. Yeah, I don't want to give good. away. I don't want to give away too much for you, Fran. But a lot of cameos happened. Um, a lot of people came out to support the Hot Girl. Um, some newer girls and people, just, some people we love. A lot of people we love Oh I'm um, so
1: excited Actually I'm gonna
2: just name them off I'm gonna name off Who you should look for In the video Cause okay. And I think I should name off Everybody if I can name this So you know Lala La Anthony in, is in there She makes great cameo appearance um, Rico Nasty's in there oh, Looking boom, great boom. Ari Lennox decides oh, That she wants to stop by And give us a hot girl moment Oh yeah um, You got Danny Lay in the piece oh, Looking good as fuck Yeah Like the girls came out For Hot Girl Summer So I should right. to- see Tyson
0: is at the end I wasn't gonna tell you But she's in there <laughs>
2: The At the fact very that end
0: She be like It's the a great granny Sama. That's what she said
2: <laughs> Look now, What she actually said was Who is the hottest
1: Why did you say summer Like Cat Williams Summer
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> The fact that I don't know If you're playing or not That's what's funny about it <laughs> i have to watch, right? So, yeah, yeah,
2: you got to watch. Anybody listening, you got to watch. That's all I'm going (laughs) to give you for the Hot Girl Summer video. Nice. I enjoyed it. I enjoy everything Megan Thee Stallion does. And that's just where I'm at in my life. And that's it for the Music Man segment. Now we can move it on over to the TV
0: land. Dustin Ross, what you got? So this week, you guys know it's summertime. It's not a whole lot going on on the television box. Mm. Uh, So there definitely should be things going on in your box. But that's another conversation (laughs) for another time. So I want to talk about fall and things we have to look forward to on one of our most favorite shows, The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm. Um, Season 12 is starting. The rumors is coming on 11... November third, I believe, is the rumored start day, but nothing's been announced. Mm. Um, we do know that Bravo announced that Kenya Moore is uh More coming tending. back to the show as a full time housewife. We know she, she started on out, it. No, she missed, she set out last season she, and then in the finale she episode uh, she showed up at Cynthia's party and it literally set Nene's soul on fire. I mean For real. Like at, the heels and of everything. her shoes broke. It just was like, Oh my god, Kenya's here. So <laughs> They're it's hard
1: bad. to remember the who shoes, has bro. beef with who.
0: Yeah, it gets especially as we approach it season changes. 12. NBC yeah, wow. you know what I mean? But there's a lot of new faces in the mix and there's been a lot of twists and turns. So here's a, I'm just going to share with y'all what I know. I feel like this will be exciting for people who are fans of the show. Mm-hmm. So Portia and her baby daddy Had broke up Apparently he was Messing around and cheating But they didn't Got back together And I mean they All the way back together They've been on Dish together Um, Okay Her Portia Second chances Second chances Okay Word to the thrill Being gone And coming back (laughs) Apparently last week Her um, Portia and her Fiance Dennis um, and Shamia, who's been a longtime friend of the show, originally introduced through Portia, but she, she later both. developed a relationship with Candy <laughs> well, and Shamia's others last on the show. What is name? Do you know it? Morton. It used to be now it's Magua. M-Gua, 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 it's an African. What was used to say? Morton. It used to be Morton. So yeah. Shamia, she doing both? Morton. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. So, but <laughs> no, um, team her team. and her husband went on a vacation to Vegas with Portia and her husband, and there's the cutest okay. photos of them both holding their daughters. They both have baby girls that Aww. are literally a few months apart. Mm-hmm. So two best friends had their babies at the same time. Speaking of babies on the show, Ken, like I said, Kenya Moore is back. There's the cutest photo circulating of a scene that they shot where it's Portia and her daughter, Kenya and her baby daughter, and the Aww. little girls are like kind of tussling with each other, and Kenya and Portia are cracking up laughing. So we'll get to see <laughs> a new side of them. That's like, and <laughs> yeah, you
1: know? <laughs> Do you think they'll have the babies on set more?
0: Oh, absolutely, because this is the first season that they've all had them. Mm-hmm. They like Portia so was like pregnant last respect, year, man. and um, it's, I think it's, an interesting way for the two of them to bond. We know Kenya and Portia have a very tricky history on the show. And they Kenya's ashy feet We all know, you know, what's happened. Well, so well,
2: that's what she called them on that back
0: then. So um, I, I just think it's dope to see this new, you know, incarnation of their relationship as on the show. We get to see them as kind of like old friends. Who are new moms And they have play dates together Aww. It's so cute She can fight with everybody else I want her and Portia to get Kenya being I'm speaking of And Portia to get along this season You want them to come The new freaking frack? No I just <laughs> want them to be peacefully Amongst each other Like I hate freaking frack May that rest in peace If you know If you watch the show You know what we're talking yeah. about Um there's rumors that so Yovana, that bitch from CAU from last season, she's back this season with a <laughs> meteor role. She is. She's back with a meteor role, oh, and it's what? predicted. Yes, it's oh predicted that she is like the villain this season.
2: Oh, mm. I, so and you know when said her name, I was like, they got to have some mess. I she's back. Wait. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you go down the list. Yeah. And I'm ask well, questions. well,
0: she is the 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 rumored feuds that we have that there's speculation about at this point. There's a rumored feud between Yovana and Portia. Yovana and Kenya, okay, wait, so Eva got the boot. no, Eva's there, oh, I'm gonna okay get to that. okay, that's why I um, want Eva's there, and at the beginning of this season, these are all alleged you know rumors that I think it'll just be juicy to the people who follow the show, allegedly, yes. at the beginning of filming of this season, Kenya and Eva were butting heads. They just took, you know, how, you know how they have like multiple cash trips, a smaller trip and then a larger yeah. further trip. Well, they went to Toronto for um, Carabana Festival. Mm. And while they were there, somehow, some way, Eva and Kenya were able to see eye to eye. And there was also a huge blowout that it's rumored almost got physical between Yovana and Portia, Cynthia and Marlo. Okay, and Nini and Kenya.
1: What? So what there's a
0: big blowout that takes place in and these are there's where, so many articles that where, you find for reference
2: There's Candy in this referee in all the Candy
0: is the mediator this season. <laughs> it's rumored that Candy's storyline is centered around her being a mediator in the group. Oh, so and she and won't be sitting next to jersey. A jersey. Journey. <laughs> so sad. she might as well wear the jersey. <laughs> But she, it's rumored that she has a, um, I know last season we saw her and Ty meeting with Dr. Jackie from Married to Medicine to discuss, you know, potentially finding a surrogate. Mm. She's been vocal about them moving forward, and then we haven't heard a lot, but she also confirmed that we're going to see that journey play out on the series in the show. So I know they wanted to have twin girls, they already had the embryos, they wanted to use them, so, and Candy. I think she's a good mom. So So,
1: motherhood is the
0: theme. Motherhood is a... a Motherhood and mess are the
2: themes this season.
1: I
0: FaceTimed Mm -hmm. you the other day and now Mm -hmm. I just
2: remembered why. Mm -hmm. I was in Miami at the Dayland Mall and we were in finish line and they played Better Late Than Never. By
0: Riley Burns? <laughs> well, I guess it's better late than never to play that. How did she blossom so much since she then? Have you, have you been yes. following Riley? Yes. Riley is beautiful. She's been beating Aww. it up. Riley was in the New York this summer interning at a law firm. Come on. And living in New York for the summer on her own in an apartment on the Upper East Side. And she had a chaperone, um, one of the younger girls that Candy and them are really close to. Young girl, in her 20s. She? She Riley is uh, 6, 17. She just turned 17. You
1: see what I was saying in the hot button mm-hmm. about yeah. having right. access early? But
0: right. you get what I'm saying? And and, and, so, and she she's so Riley is um, very much so displaying her personality in a way that's appealing. She's got a really great YouTube channel. Um oh, she's sad. doing so many things. So she's really blossomed into a a, a young lady that is um, ambitious, and it's good to see those kind of threads that her mom has manifesting themselves yes. in her. And I think that's so dope. Candy's a good mama, and yes. Ace is so cute. Her yes. son oh, is he's
1: so cute. I've seen so cute. cute.
0: So um, that's it. Nene's still Nene, you know, and but I really hope that her and Cynthia can get back on the same page. Cynthia's very happy in her new relationship I was going to say, team girl. Cynthia, she's going. Business is thriving. Um, she she's at the married, Bailey Wine right? Cellar. She's engaged, engaged, newly engaged. So wow. they'll be getting married. Yeah, Yay, congratulations. So good things for her. So all in all, I think yeah. we're, we're, it's shaping up to be a great season. Wait man, a minute, minute so. wait a minute, wait a minute.
2: Is Cynthia getting a new house. Oh, we keeping like Bailey.
0: <laughs> oh, like Bailey is in full effect, and yes. so is the Bailey Q Oh. That's all I can say So yes Looking forward to season 12 Of Real Housewives of Atlanta Sometimes Those little tidbits And nuggets that we get When you put them all together It gives you something To look forward to So let's all hold on Until November In the meantime We're gonna watch the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion And then we're gonna slide Right on into Married to Medicine Atlanta So it yes. should be a smooth journey To November's uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta premiere Damn it's gonna be it. Summer
2: 2020 Before I, I believe it With these
0: shows So that's it for TV This week you guys and if y'all ready, because I'm ready,
1: oh, I'm ready too. we can if move on to the me, next story. I'm ready.
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. So the next story, this is episode three. My name is Ramon, and I'm the guy that Anthony met at the end of last week's story. And that was a cool recollection or whatever, but it ain't really go down exactly like that. Nice. It was more like this. I had been seeing Anthony around for years. His best friend, Corey, used to kick it with my cousin, Franco. Yeah, I said my cousin. Anyway, I liked his style, and he was always fly. But for the past few years, he had been running around with that Rick nigga. Now, I'm the type of guy who wants my shit to be about me, meaning I don't want to press him while he's with somebody else. I didn't want that pressure on neither one of us. So for years, I played the background. Never really moved around where he was. Different sides of the room type shit. You know, I never even said hi to him. But I always checked in with Franco because Franco always was messing around with Corey. they still dealing with each other to this day, but their story is way too crazy for me to tell. Anyway, Franco always kept me up on Anthony, and last week when I asked about him, he was like, yo, it's your time. He finally left his dude alone. Now, my people know not to play with me about shit that's important, so I didn't even have to say another word before Franco said, you know I wouldn't play with you about no shit like that. You've been checking for this nigga for years. so." Obviously, y'all know what time it was when I saw him at the party this week. Yeah, it was Rick's night at the club, and it was definitely the spot for the night, but I didn't care. I knew Anthony would be there, and I knew this would be the night that I made myself known to him. This was the beginning. I got there right on time, because just as I was talking to the waitress about which bottles I wanted, Anthony walked in. I hurried up and passed my car to the waitress, and then I told Franco to handle the rest of that shit. And I had a move to make, and I did it right then. I wanted it to be the first thing that happened to Anthony tonight. I was dressed in what everybody called typical Mike shit an all black Prada sweatsuit and a pair of black Prada sneakers, diamond ring, just one, and a watch, and a bracelet, and a necklace, and some earrings. So, what? I love diamonds. I worked hard to keep them on me. And I had my favorite cologne on too. See, fragrance is very important to me. I wanted this nigga to remember what I smelled like. Mm. I walked right on over to Anthony, and just when I was about to say something, I stepped on his fucking foot. He looked up, and as soon as he did, I knew he felt what I was feeling, and I knew he liked what he seen. Because as soon as he said, I'm Anthony, I told him I knew his name, and that I'd been waiting for a long time to get to know him and let him know my name. And just like that, our story began. Wait do you see What happens next That's it for this week's episode This is the next <laughs> oh, that story That
1: was cool that I was, was cool. so real then <laughs> That was cool That was fun <laughs> right So fun I ain't mad this week That was cool As always We love you so much For listening And we will catch you next week Stay Bye. black
2: And protect your magic
1: Bye